welcome to the High Vibe and Healthy podcast. My name is Fran Dargaville and I'm a functional nutritionist with a passion for gut health and real food. I'm here to share my take on nutrition and health, answer your questions and chat with leading health and wellness experts and all-round inspiring humans. Enjoy this week's episode and submit your questions at frandargaville.com or via my Instagram, frandargaville. Hello, hello. I hope you're having an awesome day. I want to chat to you about the ideal morning routine for your gut, hormones and metabolism. The reason I wanted to record this episode for you is that I see people making a lot of mistakes when it comes to their morning routine. And these mistakes are meaning that their energy is impacted, they can be struggling to get through the day, their metabolism is shot, and their hormonal balance is impacted as well. And the good thing is that there are some really simple shifts that you can make that can have a massive impact on your gut, hormones, and metabolism. Before we get into that ideal morning routine, I just want to touch on quickly why our morning routine is so important. Firstly, and this is more of a mindset or habit perspective, your morning routine sets the tone for the day. So if you start your day in a positive way, that's going to lead to a cascade of positive choices throughout the day. So for example, you set your alarm, you wake up, you get yourself a healthy breakfast, And that leads to a cascade of healthy choices throughout the day. So if you start your day right, you're more likely to move your body later, make it to the gym, make it to your yoga class. You're more likely to prepare yourself a healthy dinner and go to bed at a reasonable time. Whereas if you start your day kind of on the wrong foot, not feeling so good, you sleep through your alarm, maybe you skip breakfast or you grab yourself something that doesn't really feel nourishing for you, then you're going to be more inclined to move less. Skip the workout, skip the yoga class, stay up later and perhaps choose something not so healthy for dinner or overdo the sugar or junky food later in the day. These may feel like kind of extreme examples, but I do so often see how the way that we start our mornings has that flow and effect throughout the day. And I'm sure you've found this in your own life as well. So it can feel a little disconnected, but when we actually look at it this way, we can see how the way we start our morning influences our day in a positive way or perhaps not so positive, depending on our habits. Now I'm going to run you through the ideal morning routine for your gut, hormones and metabolism. I'm going to explain things in the order that I recommend, but there definitely is some wriggle room depending on what works for you. The first thing I recommend you start with is a large glass of warm water, ideally filtered water if you're able to access that, with a squeeze of fresh lemon juice or apple cider vinegar, the raw unfiltered apple cider vinegar with the mother. First up, having a big chunk of water first thing in the morning means you're much more likely to hit your daily water target, which is something that I know a lot of people struggle with. And this has a couple of other benefits as well. The warmth of the water actually stimulates your digestive system. So those muscular contractions of the digestive tract called peristalsis. So that warm water is something we really want to go for and not the iced water. 
And then the lemon or the apple cider vinegar actually stimulates the production of our digestive juices. So your digestive system is going to be primed and ready for your first meal of the day. So what I'd encourage you to do is basically get out of bed, put the kettle on, get yourself that big glass of water, add a little bit of boiling water, and then add that squeeze of lemon or apple cider vinegar and sip on that while you get ready in the morning. The next thing that we want to consider is breakfast. Now, I know a lot of people do intermittent fasting or skip breakfast, and that is not going to be great for your gut or your hormones or your metabolism. So I strongly recommend that you do have breakfast. And something that I'm often recommending to clients is to have breakfast within 60 to 90 minutes of waking. And we want to be having around 25 grams of protein with that meal. Having a decent breakfast with plenty of protein helps stabilize your blood sugar levels, which keeps your energy consistent throughout the day. It helps fuel your workouts and it helps improve your sleep quality as well. And the reason we want to have that within around an hour or an hour and a half of waking is that it really signals safety to the body. Whereas fasting, on the other hand, puts our body in a state of chronic stress, particularly for women. So this is really, really important. And it's also one of those little things that I see and I hear from clients all the time that it really has a profound impact on how they're feeling on a daily basis, on their energy levels. And they often see a reduction in anxiety and an improvement in sleep as well. Now, I'm not necessarily recommending that you drink coffee, but if you do drink coffee, wait until after breakfast. That's going to be so much more supportive of your gut and your hormones. We also ideally want to wait to have that coffee for at least 60 to 90 minutes after waking up because that allows our body's natural stress levels, our cortisol levels to pick up on their own. And we're not artificially raising our body's stress hormones with the caffeine. We are allowing our body's natural rhythm to do its own job, to pick up that cortisol, to pick up those energy levels. And then we add the coffee in later. So breakfast within 60 to 90 minutes of waking up, coffee after breakfast, and ideally coffee at least 60 to 90 minutes after you've woken up. I do find also a lot of people who have trouble with caffeine doing this, making these shifts can have a massive impact because coffee on an empty stomach or first thing in the morning, that's not going to be the best. But coffee when you're already fueled and nourished and your energy levels have already picked up can be perfectly fine and a totally fine and healthy thing to consume. Next up, we want to get 10 minutes at least of unfiltered sunshine. Now, when I say unfiltered sunshine, we want to be ideally outside. So not just through a window. That's not enough, unfortunately. And without sunglasses as well. And we want this to be as close to around 7 a.m. in the morning, because what that does is basically wakes us up, kickstarts our circadian rhythm, And that sun exposure in the morning actually triggers melatonin production roughly 12 hours later. And melatonin is our sleepy hormone. So if we get that sun exposure at around 7 a.m., then 12 hours later at around 7 p.m., we're going to be triggering that melatonin production, which is going to help us start to wind down, get a little drowsy, get a little sleepy so that by the time we want to go to bed, We're ready for bed and we're going to fall asleep easily and stay asleep easily and have a really good quality sleep. 
In this morning routine, another important thing to focus on is getting some movement in as well. This can be a short walk around the block. It might even be some stretches on the living room floor, or you might make it to the gym for a workout. It doesn't matter what it is, but getting some movement in first thing in the morning helps you focus. It helps you feel more energized throughout the day. And it also helps kickstart your digestive system and get your gut moving. And of course, it supports your hormones and metabolism as well. So aim for 30 minutes of movement in the morning, or if you can't get 30 minutes, that's okay. You can break that up during the day and just start with 10 to 15 minutes in the morning. Another key thing we want to focus on in our morning routine is stress reduction. So the first piece of this I highly, highly recommend is to keep your phone on flight mode for your morning routine. So I really want to discourage you from waking up checking your emails, scrolling Insta first thing in the morning, keep your phone on flight mode and spend this time, whether it's 20 minutes, 30 minutes, an hour, just for you and focusing on how you want to feel and focusing on you and doing something for you first thing in the morning and potentially also spending time with your family, spending time with your spouse or your fur babies. And the other piece of this stress reduction, so we're aiming to stay off our phones, but we also want to think about adding in some sort of targeted stress reduction support. That might just be the movement piece for you. Going for a walk might be enough. That's what I do most mornings and I feel like that's all I need at the moment. But for you, that might also look like meditation or EFT tapping or doing some relaxing breathing exercises. If you are stuck in a state of chronic stress and you're feeling really stressed and overwhelmed and anxious all the time, then it's probably worth adding in some of these practices and you don't need to do them for long. Even a couple of minutes, morning and evening can make a massive impact on how you feel. One final thing I want to touch on and add in here is also when you wake up. So I know many of you probably struggle to wake up in the mornings, but there's also some of you listening who are setting your alarm for 4.30 or 5 a.m. or 5.15 and you're waking up at that time every day and maybe going and doing some sort of intense workout and trying to squeeze that in before the workday. To have a healthy gut and balanced hormones and an optimized metabolism, it's really, really important that we get enough sleep. I think we often feel we can cheat the system by just waking up earlier and earlier so we can squeeze all the things in, especially for anyone with kids. I know this is something that a lot of mums do because it can feel like the only time of day where you can actually get things done or get some time for yourself. However, unfortunately, you just can't cheat the system. And I can pretty much guarantee you if you're not getting enough sleep, this is going to be having a massive impact on your gut, on your hormones and on your metabolism. So if you want to get up super early, that is okay, but you're going to need to get into bed super early as well. We really want to be aiming for a minimum of eight hours sleep a night. And of course, some nights we're going to get less than that, but on average, we're aiming for that eight hours. So factor in what time do you need to get to bed? How long does it usually take you to get to sleep? And just give yourself that time aiming to get that eight hours. And it may mean that you need to set your alarm a little later, sleep a little longer and have a slightly shorter morning routine for a while. But if you're sleep starved, this is really, really important. And I would encourage you to focus on that rather than just adding more and more into your morning routine. 
So to recap, here are the habits that we want to incorporate into our morning routine to help support our gut health, our hormonal balance and our metabolism. First up, starting the day with that large glass of warm water with some lemon or apple cider vinegar. Next, we want to focus on having breakfast within 60 to 90 minutes of waking up with 25 grams of protein. Wait until after breakfast to have your cup of coffee in the morning if you drink coffee. And ideally, we want to be waiting at least 60 to 90 minutes after waking up before we do have that first cup of coffee. Next, we want to get that 10 minutes at least of unfiltered sunshine as close to 7 a.m. as possible. Then we want to focus on stress reduction. So put your phone away, keep your phone on flight mode and avoid scrolling on Instagram or checking your emails first thing in the morning. And we want to aim for that 30 minutes of movement. That can be anything, anything that you enjoy, anything that's going to be easy for you. And if you need to break it up throughout the day, that's totally fine. But at least aim to get in that 10 to 15 minutes first thing in the morning. We also want to think about how we can reduce stress. So keeping your phone on flight mode for your morning routine, avoiding scrolling on Instagram and checking your emails and just focusing on you. Also consider adding in some sort of stress reduction practice. The movement might be enough for you or you might like to add in something like meditation or EFT tapping. And remember, you can't cheat the system by just waking up earlier and earlier. Please make sure you are getting enough sleep. And for most of us, that's going to be around at least eight hours a night on average. So I hope you found this helpful. If you have any questions, please reach out to me. Send me a DM on Instagram. I would love to hear from you and have an awesome day and I'll catch you in the next episode. Bye. Thanks for joining me for another episode of the High Vibe and Healthy podcast. I hope you enjoyed it. If you'd like to chat with me about how we can work together to reach your health goals, head to frandargaville.com. To connect with me day to day, Instagram is the place to be. Follow me via my handle at frandargaville. And finally, please note that the materials and content within this podcast are intended as general information only and are not considered to be a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis or treatment.